there will be pod. Welcome to the LB Pod, episode 1.15. First regular episode we've done in a while. We were doing the Game of Thrones reviews before this. And I guess since then, Drunk White Kid has become a Jim Hardo. Is that correct? Uh, no, because it was, it was more of a one-and-done thing. Uh, so did you see my, you read my blog? I'm, like, dude, I'm, I'm in pain. Like, I, I haven't, like, do you know when, like, you work out for the first time in a while? And it just, like, it sucks. Like, I'm never doing it again. Fuck the gym. So what, I'll happened, just that. what happens to the membership? You're done? It's a waste? Uh, no, I'll still keep paying. Because uh, <laughs> gym memberships are one of those things, like, you, you never let go of. Like, yeah. there's just always this hope that you are going to, like, go back. Where'd you join? Uh, I just go to Planet Fitness. Oh, okay. But, like, I, I mentioned in the blog, the one near my house is, and I think a lot of gyms are doing this, they're turning into, like, hardo crossfit gyms yeah where like they're almost getting rid of like where like the machines like what's going on here and instead it's just like no here's like this rock wall like no i don't want to fucking (laughs) i'm not trying to do parkour right now i just want to sit on an elliptical and act like i'm doing something i'm I'm also laughing right now because white kid is just sitting in like the darkest room possible (laughs) it like it looks so fucking creepy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in the uh, I'm in the basement right now. It, it really is a dungeon. It's literally a dungeon. There's not yeah. a single light in there, is there? Yeah, I, no. Like you, you can't see, but there's actually just a skeleton <laughs> up on the wall over I, there. I think the only light is like the is your computer. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. You guys drinking already for the uh, for the Bruins game? Yeah, I've had a had a few mixies. And the bets are in. Let's get a uh, gambling update here. We're going to talk about some, uh, we'll do some sports gambling and then TV update, movie update, final thoughts. Because I love this time of year. I, we've talked, we've like debated this before, but I think this might be the best time of year. Oh, yeah. And like when you've got NBA basketball, uh, NBA basketball, when you've got basketball, hockey, and uh, baseball going on, oh, I know it's yeah. regular season baseball. It's kind of boring for a lot of people. It's the beginning of the season. But, I mean, you have playoff basketball and hockey at the same time. It's awesome. And baseball's getting it going, too. Like, I watch a game now, and it feels like summer. Yeah. It's funny because, like, as soon as the NBA Finals start, all of a sudden it feels like summer. That, that's, like, the for me, that's the signaling call. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, so gambling update here. Let's actually start with the MLB then gambling because the Red Sox mm-hmm. – Red Sox-Yankees tonight, too. That'll be – That'll be that'll be good too. But the Sox lost three in a row. Yeah, so I am avoiding that uh, Sox Yankees game like it's the plague. I'm not betting on the Red Sox until July. I think I'm just going to cut myself off until our bullpen figures it out. I'm done because uh, we were talking about it before we started recording. I've lost 500 bucks this week on the Sox just because. Those garbage Indians losses. I don't know if you saw whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. I don't want to have to beep that word, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. Those garbage Cleveland, Cleveland Native American losses. Yeah. And uh, But seriously, I don't know if you saw uh, – Bud, did you see that game? That was, the wor- that was the worst bullpen collapse I can remember in, like, recent history. Like, I can't – it was five – Brent, I don't know if you saw it. Five runs in the top of the ninth. Dodgers mess was pretty funny the other night. Oh well, so Mets? I bet on that. So I oh, was that really. Was so, you bet on the Mets? <laughs> no, I, I had the Dodgers. I like oh, okay. so th- that was actually I think the same night or the night after because I was down and I was in desperation mode and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm putting fifty bucks on Dodgers money line and they won. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is awesome. So I climbed but, myself out of the hole a little. Bit. The funniest part about that Dodgers Mets game is that the Mets didn't get an out until the game winning sack fly because <laughs> it was eight. It was eight four. No eight five. And yeah. then it was it was like home run, home run, single, double, walk, sack fly, game over. And so I missed the beginning. That was a Syndergaard game, right? 
Was he pitching? Uh, I'm not sure. I was actually I was at work and I saw it was eight three, and then put my phone away, and then I got the final score nine eight final. Yeah. Dwyer, uh-huh. how much money have you lost in the last, let's say, week? Um, I'm probably down like two hundred, but none on MLB. I haven't watched a single MLB game yet this season. Uh, I'm waiting <laughs> until after Stanley Cup, NBA. Then I'm gonna go fully invested. So for now, for now, I'm clean on that. Now, White Kid, here's a question for you. Because are you going out for the Bruins game? I am. Okay, so uh, in Boston, you're in Boston right now, I think, right? Yeah. So will the bar like they'll be showing the Red Sox Yankees too? Yeah, it's gonna be dual screen for sure. Okay, but and people will go there for the Red Sox game. Yeah, although I will say like, uh, well, it dep- if you go out in like Fenway, mm-hmm. like the Fenway bars are gonna favor. The Sox, I think. Like, okay. there's a lot of bars around there that are, like, solely baseball bars. Just, yeah. And, but uh, I would say, say there's, like, four screens, three of them are going to have the Bruins on. Like, it, it's definitely, like, the Sox are going to be on, but it's going to be favoring the Bruins. I let's go, uh, let's, let's talk about the hockey game then before we go to the NBA. Bruins are going to win tonight. Oh, yeah. Like, I've never been this confident, which scares me a little bit because I'm a mush. So. <laughs> what are your... Uh... What do you give us? A, give us your uh, score prediction. Score prediction. So this is going to be a really high scoring series, which is a little nuts to me because Tuca was a wall this entire playoffs, and he still is playing great. But for whatever reason, I'm going to go. I'm going five three Bruins with an empty net goal late at the end of the game. Dwyer, what do you think? I was going to say four two with an empty net. Um, I think it's either going to be 3-2 or 4-2 just because the line's 5.5, and I think they're going to stay as close to that as possible. I'll go 3-2 Bruins. I, I, I'm i not even going to pretend to know like anything about about like the Stanley Cup, but I'll tell you what. like The other night when it's overtime, there's nothing like Stanley Cup playoff hockey. There just isn't. It's the best. It's the yeah. best. There's nothing like it. Like, my heart actually – like, I th- when that goal went in, when it finally went in, I was almost relieved. When, when you lost. Uh, what? When you lost the other night. Yeah, like, I was almost relieved yeah. because watching that, like, three minutes or whatever, like, it felt like I was going to throw up. Like, yeah. it, it was just well, – that, that was just a bad – Once it hits, like, what, five minutes left in the third period, it's basically overtime at that point already. Yeah. But there's just nothing like it. And also, got to mention this, Doc Emmerich is just the absolute king. It's unbelievable how good he is. And like any game he calls, it just it seems like the energy and the it just goes up five hundred percent. Brent, I feel like you would jizz your pants if uh Jim Nance decided to uh <laughs> I, do a Stanley Cup game. I was okay. Well Nance Nance against Emmerich. Nance against Doc. It's a tough call for me. Yeah. Because those are those, I, those are the two I kings. Think I'm going Nance. I know but, you're a Nance guy. I'm I think a, I'm going Nance just because I don't know, dude. There's just some, something about well, Jim that voice. But I do, like, I don't know. Cause, and he does more, like, it's not, like, Emmerich is just uh, a hockey player. Right? right, that's the thing. Like, Nance does yeah. my favorite. You know, he does NFL, yeah. March Madness, and the Masters. I mean, there's, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I like going out. I, I kind of don't want to go out for the Bruins game because I'd rather just sit at home and listen to Doc. Because, like, you go to the bar, you're not going to be able to listen to him. Yeah. Uh, so, the thing, uh, a lot of the bars – Will have the sound. I, oh, I bet they will for you, yeah. But I, yeah. there's no way out here because I mean, first oh, of all, yeah. people don't care about hockey. Out here. They'd rather just listen to like chain smokers or like Cardi B's yeah, album. Like, so you're just gonna be watching the game while like shit music plays in the background. Yeah, or like sometimes they'll put the sound on for like Iron Man Two that's on TNT at the time or whatever. <laughs> One of my favorite onions art, onion articles was uh during the Super Bowl. It was like uh. TV in L.A. bar watching oh, uh, yes. like American yes. Dad rerun without complaint. And that's just <laughs> the, well, remember the uh, the Rams Saints game when the Rams won, and then all you hear is like the kick goes up, and you just hear like, yeah. and then this and then the girls like, did we win? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over. Oh, that was perfect. There's this. Uh, I go to this like really kind of. Uh, it's like a cocktail. It's like a date bar, like a you know dim lighting cocktail bar. And they have a they have like a big t- they have one TV in the back. They don't show sports, but they always show. It's in bl- for whatever reason it's in black and white. <laughs> but they don't show like classic like black and white movies. It's just a TV set to black and white. And the other night they were playing Iron Man two. <laughs> so it's Iron Man two in this like black and white 
like hipster dive bar and you like walk, yeah you walk in you see the black and white you're like oh what's on like casablanca exactly like, exactly and then it's just like a family guy so some yeah some bartender <laughs> they have over there set the tv to black and white and they just play i mean they just play random movies but anything they show black and white and actually not thinking about it iron man 2 is probably i mean if you're like doing a ranking of movies that you don't want to watch in black and white iron man 2 might be number one yeah, I feel like any action movie in black and white, I don't really want to watch. Oh, we're, you know, we're talking about Six Feet Under later, but also so random that Justin Thoreau wrote Iron Man 2. I mean, this, I this is the most random thing ever. Yeah. It's like when the credits popped up, I thought it was a mistake. Yeah. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to write a Superman gonna, movie. Yeah. Or, and just fuck my entire movie. career. But actually, well, he, he comes later on in Six Feet Under, not to spoil it for you. Okay, right. uh, let's talk about the NBA Finals. I lost a lot of money the other night because it was Warriors plus one. I didn't think there was any chance the Raptors would win, win game one. I just didn't. Because everyone always, you know, ESPN and TNT, they always pretend like, oh, people can hang with the Warriors and it just doesn't happen. And then, of course, I bet on the Warriors and they get beat by nine. It wasn't even really a close game. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I saw that coming. I saw that coming the moment I saw the line. <laughs> the odds that good you, you got you got to know there's a reason for it and you got to know because i mean I, I said this to to uh white kid when we, we were placing our bets uh, i saw that and i was like my galaxy brain is telling me to pick toronto because if the line is this good then toronto is going to win but a <laughs> dumb little brain is telling me i'm never going to get better odds than this so i put like 50 bucks on the warriors my stupid dumb brain was stupid and dumb um and i lost it was something like the Warriors hadn't lost the last like fourteen game ones. No, yeah, and none of the finals. They're like they're like fifteen and one or something like that now. But yep. and that's exactly why I went Raptors. I was one of the one of the few that I'm sure was happy. Yeah, you. I don't know. On Twitter, a lot of people that I know also went Raptors. They were they were riding on the Raptors. Now game two is Golden State. Like put all your money on Golden State. Raptors minus two. Yeah, I got to see the line. Minus two. It's Raptors minus two tomorrow. Um, Dude, all your... The Raptors are favored? Raptors are favored. Yeah. I don't know. I might go Raptors. (laughs) You're a clown. Dude, any... Trust me. As somebody who... So, uh, Brent, I don't know if if you saw my tweets uh, after the uh, Trailblazers series. So, I went 0 for 4. I bet Trailblazers (laughs) every game. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So, as somebody who consistently bets against the Warriors and gets fucked, this is the time that you do bet on the Warriors. Like, they're going to... Dude, no. But if they are plus, bet them. Dude, they're going to win. They're plus two. Yeah. No, well, I would would just go money line. I wouldn't even take... Well, game one was basically a pick-em because the Raptors were minus one. But now they're minus two tomorrow. Yeah. (sighs) Now, I think I'm I'm going to Raptors. Dwyer, how many many games do you think the series is going to go? Um, I think it'll be a good series. I think six or seven. I think, I mean, I'd be stupid to say Warriors are not going to win the season, the series, but I feel like in the last like four or five years, this is the best team they're facing. So I have Raptors winning the series, and I'm saying same thing. Obviously, it's going to go six or seven. I can't, I can't pick against the Warriors. Yeah. I just can't. No, but so when I bet on the Raptors, I bet on them before they even beat the Bucks. So they were like plus 300 to win the final. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, the Warriors had already won their series. And they were like minus 130 or whatever. So it was like it didn't even make sense to really take them. So I, I, I just picked the uh, Raptors. Oh, actually, no. My perfect scenario actually can no longer happen. But I was hoping the Warriors would be up 3-0 without Durant. And then Durant comes back and lose four straight. <laughs> yeah, when does he come back? <sighs> uh, I, I want to say game three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like when they go back to uh, Golden State, he should be good. Go yeah, so I think I'm going to throw my money on Toronto. Have we discussed before how the name Golden State Warriors makes like no sense? Well, they play in California, which is the Golden State. I know, but like it's so random. Like, yeah. why are they Golden State? They should be Oakland or San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, something unrelated but kind of related. I never thought Green Bay was a real place before, and I just <laughs> never knew why they were called Green Bay Packers. <laughs> There aren't many teams that have like the like shitty city names. Well, not even as the Golden State one makes no sense. The Foxborough Patriots. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Well, 
New England Patriots actually. Is yeah, kind of like nice. so that, that does make sense. It's it, like, it almost wouldn't make sense if they were. Well, I guess they could be like the Massachusetts Patriots, but like obviously the Foxborough Patriots would be like the same thing as the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, like, Green Green Bay has a population of like thirty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all that. Oh, dude, imagine like growing up in Green. Like, I mean, obviously it's okay because like the Packers. Like, all right, but imagine honestly just growing up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And it's not even that close to Milwaukee. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Milwaukee is a cool city. I will stand Milwaukee. Yeah, no, I've heard that. Uh, my, my cousin's boyfriend is German, and so they go to Milwaukee every year because I guess they have, like, an awesome Oktoberfest. I was going to say, what was the correlation there? Oh, uh, no, so I guess, like, Milwaukee has, like, a huge, like, German population. Yeah. Okay. And so they have, like, an awesome Oktoberfest every year. That doesn't, I mean, like... I mean, it's one of the best beer cities, if not the best. What 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 t- what month of the year is Oktoberfest? Uh, it's probably coming up soon, dude. It's uh, June. It's already June first. I said it before we did the pod, but I was running out the date. I'm like, I can't believe it's June first. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. This year's going by a little too quick for me. This is this was one of those years I said I was going to get my shit together, and we're already halfway through. But you went, <laughs> But you went to the gym once. Yeah, never again. <laughs> like literally, never going again. All right. Anything else on sports? Uh, no. Go bees. All right. T- uh, television update. We're kind of in that year, so now it is June. The beginning of the year is more TV. You know, it's the spring TV schedule. Not as much film. Now we're kind of transitioning to movies. Good movies will be coming out, and then leading us into Oscar season. So TV, uh, kind of wrapping up. You know, we had the Game of Thrones is done. Barry's finished. And the best show right now on TV, let's talk about it for a minute, Dwyer, Chernobyl, is amazing. Good show. There's nothing to complain about with it. It currently is number one on the IMDb Top 250 for TV shows. A little extreme, but um, the finale's on Monday night. Anything to... It's not one of those shows you can really predict because it's a true story. I mean, the only thing that I'll say about Chernobyl is I really, really enjoy it, and I think it's an excellent television miniseries. I think it's getting way too much hype. Mm-hmm. And I think when it ends, nobody will ever talk about it again. So I, I think the best comparison is like in terms of the miniseries uh, is Band of Brothers. But people still talk about Band of Brothers, obviously. But I would agree with you. I think in like a year, I mean, you're not going to say, oh, Chernobyl, that was a good show. I mean, it's not like next Monday. I'm going to be like, ah, oh, I wish there was a sixth Chernobyl episode coming out. Oh, you know what? Actually, uh, um, did either of you guys watch the Game of Thrones documentary? I watched the first 15 minutes and shut it off. I didn't watch it at all. Okay. Fuck Game of Thrones. We don't need to Ow. talk. We don't need to talk. You watched it and, like, cried some tears. How was Fuck it? Game of Thrones. I, I, didn't like, I did not like the documentary. I just didn't think it was very well made. I don't I give a fuck about the fucking crafty woman. They, or, I'm sorry. I don't care about the dude who it's makes the extra, the fake yeah. smell. No, the extra. Yeah. Oh, is that what the documentary was? It was talking about like – It was following like four or five uh, like random people on set in the, the last season. In the documentary, they didn't even, they didn't even interview Benny Hoffer Weiss. They showed them <laughs> twice. You mean Cooper and Westeros? Whatever. <laughs> no, D.B. Cooper and <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know. So, so basically, the Game of Thrones documentary was just like, "Hey, my name's Dave. Like, no, I get it was buddy on set. Like, it yeah. was more. They didn't really have. My name's Dave. I made the makeup for the Night King, and then we just recreated that same makeup like seventy-five <laughs> days in a row. Yeah, Let me tell you what I did. It was like, basically yeah. they were just bitching about having to film at night, and then it's funny because everyone just ended up bitching about the way that it looked at night. <laughs> <laughs> Entire season sucked. We, we could talk about Game of Thrones for probably the next five hours if we wanted to. Yeah, that's to. true. It just never ends because there's always something that you can either complain about yeah. or, I mean, yeah. praise, I guess. I say this to Brent every time I talk to him about it. <laughs> it pisses me off to no end because it sucked <laughs> and there's nothing good about it or redeemable. And it just it just infuriates you to speak up because they could have did good and they did bad. And the and the day before the season eight premiere, Dwyer's like, if this is a good season, it's going to be my number one show of all time. 
Dude, I thought I I I was not a hater. I was one that thought that they would answer my questions happily. No, nope. they fucking took a piss on me. But uh, getting back to how you said, like people are just gonna keep talking about it. So I was out at uh, like a small bar last weekend, and it was one of those bars where like it's pretty dead. There's like four groups of people, like all kind of doing their own thing. But at one point, all four groups were talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, like there was like one person just yelling about like one plot point, like about Game of Thrones, and then like we noticed it was just like we talking about this. Like, I went yeah. out, I went out last night, and we talked about it for a couple hours. It just pisses everyone off. Yeah. Um, white kid, give us a little update for City on a Hill. This is your show. All right. So, no, so it hasn't started yet. No, I know, it's, I know, but like, kind of oh, oh, right. the preparation so, for it. Yeah, I, I just heard about this recently. I heard like rumblings about it, but now it's actually happening. I guess they dropped a trailer. Uh, basically, it seems like it's going to be just another Boston set thing. And I, uh, I don't know. I'm a little indifferent about. I wish they would just stop it. Like at this point, I think they've done enough Boston stuff. But this does look good. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost uh if anyone knows the town which you do never all, heard of it all that, never uh, heard of that movie armored cars, like uh robbing armored cars and shit in boston that was a real thing like in like the late 80s 90s there were gangs that were doing that so mm-hmm. pretty cool and this series is basically from what i've heard it's going to be set with it's got kevin bacon it has a pretty good cast and basically it's going to be the legal side of things almost in a wire sort of way mm-hmm. working with informants on the criminal side that used to be involved in the gang trying to take them down so it's just going to be sort of another uh boston is it corruption thing but is it going to be at all um like through the like criminals perspective or are we only going to get the cop side so it i think it's going to be uh wire-esque like okay. before they, yeah, because it seems like they're getting informants that worked. Because it, basically, it's like a prosecutor working with a gangster. It's like so. It, it's all yeah. It's uh, they haven't released too much about it, so that's why I just wanted to know if you guys knew anything about it. I honestly Nothing. figured you would know more. Uh, it is on Showtime, and I, I just I I heard uh, Showtime's had a couple good mini uh, a couple good shows out because I heard uh, Escape at Danny Moore was really good. That's on my list to watch. Um, Do you have Showtime? What's that? Do you have Showtime? Of course. Oh, Showtime's like the me? one thing I don't have. I got the one-week trial of it. I watched some Ray Donovan. I watched some other oh, shows. Yeah. I ultimately did not decide to buy Showtime. I used to call it I, – well, I still call it the poor man's HBO. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. But, hey, a couple good shows. Are, if they're making good shows, you know, good for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dexter was Showtime, right? It was. Yeah. yeah, everyone thinks of Dexter as Netflix, but yeah, you're right. It was Showtime. Yeah. Speaking of bad finales, um, yeah, you know what we should do sometime when we do a longer episode is uh, power rankings of Boston movies, or or <laughs> shows, I guess, or both. Yeah, but, uh, like anything Boston. City on the Hill, though, if it's like if it's informants and everything, it sounds more like The Departed. Yeah, well, so I'm not 100 percent on the whole informant thing. I just know that it's based around. I don't even, honestly, I don't know if Kevin Bacon is the gangster or he's the uh, the prosecutor. But I'm going to guess. It's basically <laughs> just so City on a Hill, it's referring to like uh, if you go to like Boston Commons, City Hall, it's kind of like elevated. I'm pretty sure that's what they're mm-hmm. sort of going for. And um, I don't know. I think it's just going to be one of those. I hope they don't overdo the Boston thing, which I think they will. Uh, it's, it's inevitable, but just give us a good show. Don't get too much into like drop dars and fucking name dropping and shit. Yeah, which, which they do with a lot of Boston things. I'll check it out. Anything, any yeah. crime drama I'm into. Oh yeah, exactly. And especially, I feel like after Game of Thrones, just any new show, like just feed it to me. Like yeah. that's what pushed me to start watching Six Feet Under in the first place. You got to watch the classics. Just like I just like need a new show. We've said this before, too. There aren't that many classic TV shows. There just aren't. Yeah. Like, you, you can only watch Sopranos so many times before. I kinda, well, it's going to be great, but... Talking about City on the Hill makes me want to rewatch The Wire. 
So <laughs> I actually nice started rewatching it, yeah. but then I figured I was like, you know what, Six Feet Under, it like popped up in my HBO thing, and I was like, I'll, I'll just give this a go. Yeah, Dwyer, we should talk about Deadwood because we we both tried to watch Deadwood, and the movie, of course, is coming out soon. The billboards are everywhere in L.A. But I just can't. Deadwood is such a good show. It is so well made, but for whatever reason, I don't enjoy watching it. I just I don't. can't get more than I've attempted to watch Deadwood probably like four times now, and I've never gone past the third episode. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever even finished the third episode. Maybe even like as far as the second. I just, I just can't. I just yeah. can't get invested. But it's objectively so good. It's so well made. So I'm told. I mean, it's well made. I just haven't. I haven't been hooked yet. Yeah. Uh, why kid you haven't you haven't watched Deadwood though, right? Honestly, I have no idea what it is. I oh, saw the, okay. uh, I saw that the movie's coming out. I thought it was yeah. its own thing. Well, what happened was is it kind of got canceled abruptly, so now they're oh. finally doing the movie as like kind of a, a kind of an ending. Speaking yeah, it's, of, it's one of those shows that like um, didn't really have the viewership when it was being made, and then got canceled in like the first or second season, mm-hmm. and then everyone like realized that it was actually really good like years yeah. after. Yeah. So well, it was almost like a freaks and geeks kind of thing. Well, it was yeah. also, but it's like obviously like yeah. it's, a, it's a western, yeah, drama. So it obviously costs way more money than that. It was also right. on HBO the same time as The Wire and The Sopranos. Yeah. So like yes. look at the bar that was set. Uh, let's talk. See, actually, sticking with HBO, then Silicon Valley. They're they're ending last season. One more. Yeah. Silicon Valley, another one that is the first like few seasons are so funny, but then it's just too repetitive for me. I stopped. Yeah. And uh, it got to the point where even the cast knew it. Yeah. Uh, knew like, it. Ehrlich left. He yeah. just straight up wanted his character written out. Yeah. That, that's how you know, like, it's getting... And, yeah, like, it's so... I think it would have been better if they had Pied Piper fail. Like, maybe, if they just, they, like... Maybe they will in the last season. That's what, yeah, no, but, like, <laughs> at this point, like, they're, like, big. Like, they... Yeah. In the last season... So I just finished it. I, I just got caught up, like, probably, like, a week and a half ago. And it is still good. I mean, like, it has their jokes, but, yeah, like, season four was just, like, their stride. Mm-hmm. And uh, still my favorite quote ever, like, maybe, like, one of my favorite TV quotes ever is uh, when Gilfoyle is, like, in a depression and, uh, oh, what's his name? How am I blanking on his name? Like, the tall, the tall nerdy guy. Uh, Jared. Listen, Jared, yeah. yeah, Jared's like, he needs help. Like, usually his uh, insults are well-crafted, but, like, his insults lately just suck. For example, uh, like, he called me, like, a fuckhead earlier, but last week he referred to me as Frankenstein, Frankenstein's bulimic daughter. He's <laughs> like, like, just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like, just love him on that show. I like when they call Jared OJ. <laughs> <laughs> for, um, me, for me, Silicon Valley peaked with Russ Hanneman. When Russ was yeah, gone, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, that's like we're missing that Russ Hanneman spark. Yeah, no, maybe he's probably gonna come back. I, I feel like this finale. They already said it's only gonna be like six or seven episodes, right? It's gonna be short. I don't know. I, I didn't watch. Oh. The, I didn't watch the newer seasons. Oh wow! So yeah, I, I think they announced that uh, they want like an abrupt ending, like they want like six or seven episodes. And so I think it's gonna be one of those almost like Seinfeld-esque finales where. They bring everybody back. Yeah, like Ehrlich's probably going to be in it. Like, yeah, I think they hate. Uh, him. I think they hate him too much. I think they hate T.J. Miller too much. I don't know if you like look at. Uh, I think that got a little uh, like overblown. Yeah. If you look at it, I, like I'm pretty sure Mike Judge said that they like mutually agreed to just have him like go. Uh, I'm trying to think what kind of, it was like China or whatever, yeah. just like go to China. And like, that's how he got written out of the show. Mm-hmm. So they gave him the option to like, come back whenever he wants. Have you seen it? Dwyer? What has uh, Dwyer? Have you seen Silicon Valley? Um, I saw the first like three or four seasons, yeah. like a couple of years ago. And then just, I binged it all in like probably two days and then just never watched it. Hey, since. one th- I forgot to put in the rundown, but uh, the, a couple of weeks ago it was Rick and, announced that Rick and Morty's coming back in November. No. They're not taking three years off this time. <laughs> Rick and Morty is, is obviously good, but it, it also is so. I, I don't. Is, I don't know if overhyped is the right word, but that, uh, that o- is overhyped like, is the perfect word. That, <laughs> like, it's definitely <laughs> overhyped. I remember when that like first broke, like in college. That was like the great like, oh, like have you heard of Rick and Morty? And oh, it's like yeah, it's a really funny show. 
but then it just got blown into like their fans rick and morty fans like hardcore fans might be the most annoying <laughs> that there is especially like, when it's like 14 year old girls wearing the, like rick and morty shirts yeah it's like yeah like a 14 year old dude like i'm pickle rick like yeah. <laughs> punch you in the face right now <laughs> but i i don't i was gonna i was hesitant to say overhyped though because it it doesn't disappoint. It's just people oh, yeah. talk it, about it. It's all. definitely good. Yeah. So that's that's uh, something that happens with like the word hyped. Like something can be overhyped and still be great. Like it, it's still just overhyped. Just talked like, about people, too much. People act like Rick and Morty is the best TV show ever. ever. It's not. Ever. Yeah. You can crush Rick and Morty too. I mean, those episodes are so short. Oh, yeah. But I think I watched you, the whole thing in like, like two days. If you watch too many in a row, like you actually are dumber. No, I think that's what my problem with Rick and Morty is, is I will, like, watch an entire season in a day or two, mm-hmm. and then I won't watch it again until next year when the next season comes out. Right. So I just don't get the hype. Yeah. Uh, White Kid, give us your Six Feet Under update, because that is your current binge show. That is my current binge show. It's a hard I'm show to binge. That's not really a binge. Sh- it's too oh, yeah. It's not a binge show. Yeah, I've been watching like one or two episodes a night. Yeah, like that's, it's that, not that's, that's like, under. pretty tentative. Like, but I don't know. I like it. I like it's dark. It's got like that uh, like dark sort of humor to it. I like that uh, every episode starts with a death, and then it like the whole episode like surrounds that death. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. But I will say, with those deaths, it's weird to me. Some of them are so good. Like, just, like, well, like, thought out, and like, how do they even think of that? But some of them are just awful. Like, the, uh, like the last episode I watched, was the guy who died was, like, this Asian guy, and he was just, like, bringing his trash out, and he had a heart attack and fell on the ground. Yeah. It's, it's like, come on. Like, the episode before this, the guy hung himself and started jerking off yeah. and died. Like, yeah. how are you going to, like, th- there's got to be a balance there. Yeah. People people die in many a ways. Yeah, in many ways. <laughs> no, that, that's true. But I feel like if you're trying to like have it be like this awesome opening, you might as well have it be like an awesome death. Some of them are yeah. Some of them are chill. Some yeah. of them are long. Some of them are like five minutes long, and some of them are like, I mean, thirty seconds. Yeah. Did we? Uh, I think we talked about. Was wasn't there a show on like Spike TV back in the day, like A Thousand Ways to Die? Yeah, great show. Okay. And was, I think that was like right before Mansers. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so those are two shows that uh, like definitely couldn't exist now. But also, <laughs> well, like those shows, I mean, there's would anyone like watch those anymore? This is not the way you watch TV anymore, though. Yeah, that's true. Because like, but it, if a show like that was on like every Wednesday night, I feel like I would watch it. Sit down and watch Mansers. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, they had some pretty good. Like, come on, you're gonna. So, and same with Thousand Ways to Die. They used to, at a certain point, they definitely just started like lying about all of them. But yeah. some of those were like based on real deaths. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially in the early seasons. And hey. um, I don't know, that was a good show. But back to the Six Feet Under, like things that I like. Um, I like uh, when. I'm trying to think of the right word to say it. I guess like the fantasies where something's happening oh, and, like, and uh, something crazy happens yeah. and you don't even know if yeah. it's actually happening until yeah. like they snap yeah. out of it. Yeah. That happens and they use it both ways where something crazy will happen and then it does end up being a fantasy, but sometimes something crazy happens and it's real. Right, you're, it, you're like expecting it to be a fantasy and it's not. Yeah. You know, in Six Feet Under 2, it just gets, it's one of those shows, it just gets better and better and better. Yeah, I can tell. I think for me, it peaks in. I think three was my favorite. I think three is the best. Yeah. But so, yeah. As of right now, I will say season two is getting a little dry. And I don't like, we were talking about it before we started recording. Dude, Brenda, what is up with you? I, I've never done a 180 like this on a character. She, she was my favorite character in season one, I think. Just because she's, she's just nuts. Like, I I like uh, that she's crazy. But now she's nuts. And she's just like a bitch. I mean, she's she's literally just banging random people. It's like not even hey, trust a me. Fun Tr- way. <laughs> like, trust me, it gets worse. Oh yeah, no, I, I can tell. It's she's just gonna keep spiraling. I'm trying to think is the is the second season in the old school like four by three like box ratio? 
Because like the first the first season is uh, not high definition. Oh, so yeah, the uh, it does look pretty bad. And I'm trying to think though in the second season, well, it flips at some point to HD, but I don't remember what season. It's two or three. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really, I haven't noticed that. I, I have noticed that I think the film like it looks bad. It's old school. It, it's yeah. the way that TV always used to be shot. Yeah. All right, let's move on to movies. Once wait, upon a time. Oh, wait, oh. before before we uh, leave TV, I want to make. Just one, st- well, one statement and one question. Okay. For one thing, besides City on a Hill, which is Showtime, everything we've talked about is HBO. Yeah, we're we, we're basically an HBO podcast. That's a testament to HBO's like run line because that's incredible. And then I want to bring up one more HBO thing because I'm finishing the second <laughs> season of Westworld right now, uh, and everyone has been saying that it's bad, but I think it is good. It's so bad. Has anybody caught up on that? I stopped watching it in the second season. I couldn't take it. So I still I've only seen season one. Ah, all right. Let's move on then. But no, it's good. You think the second season is worth watching? It's worth watching. It's definitely confusing as hell, and you definitely got to like power through it at parts. But like, I don't know. Like the world they created is fucking massive and so fucking intricate that it's like it's interesting as hell. I thought the trailer for the third season looked really good. That's why I watched the second season. Okay. So what I almost think happened with Westworld was. They came up with such a good idea that now they don't know what to do with it. Like yeah. the uh, like the idea of like this like uh, I don't know. what do we call it? Um, it almost would have been better as a miniseries. Yeah, that that's a fact. I think but, the way I put it is the writers are too smart for their own good. Jonathan <laughs> yeah. Nolan, especially in the second season, they went like in so many different tangents that are so like intricate and hard to understand. That it's like I think that I think they're too smart for their own good. I turned it off in, in the second season. I think it's like the fourth or fifth episode when there's just like tigers walking around, and I'm just like I don't understand this at all. And I just <laughs> oh, turned yeah, it that off. Actually, if you if you kept with it, that actually makes a lot of sense. It's pretty dope. <laughs> at the time, I'm like I just don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. Brent is like this is inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. T- tigers did not exist in the wild. West. Don't get me started. Don't get the thing, they hey. It's the world, and then there's other worlds. There's a shogun world, which is like the Japanese like. Like samurai world, Don't. and then there's a an African like safari world, and that's the one with tigers. Hey, so so Brent just hates Africa. No, no, no. Don't also piece of shit. Well, uh, white kid's bringing up white kid. There was really tempting me to just go on my Game of Thrones rant when all the <laughs> when all the losers are just like, it is so unrealistic that Euron could kill a dragon from that distance. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true though. <laughs> like, like, ah. Uh, yeah. I mean, old, old man yells at cloud. You're saying like the realistic part is him killing a dragon. Like that's the. Uh, it is so unrealistic. Uh, you're talking about killing a dragon, man. Okay. Because nah, one day they kill a dragon on their. They, they go know, two for two. That's the, three for three with shooting dragons, and then like 24 hours <laughs> later, they just miss like 80 in a row. Do you have a, You guys ever see the Aussie Man Game of Thrones reviews? No. They're really. If you watch in the. In the fifth episode, when they can't kill the dragon, Euron's not the one shooting the scorpion. It's a trainee. It's like a different random guy. And like Euron's like pointing like out in the sky. And then in the review, Ozzy Man's like, seems like a bad time to be training someone to use this machine. <laughs> like now is the time that it should be Euron. It's like nobody ever thought to just set up some targets somewhere. <laughs> like they're just doing it right when they actually need to kill the dragon. There's a line in like there's a line in like the second or third season where Davos is like, um, uh, I've never thought like ringing oh, bells yeah. never meant surrender. Yep. Yeah, he says that before Blackwater. Yeah. Yeah. So it all it always comes back to Game of Thrones. Fuck that show. Yeah. All right, movies. I, I guarantee you, I'm gonna get into like a Game of Thrones argument tonight. For sure. Like, it, it, For it's sure. Be this, Dude, For it's going to sure. be the third period. Of, it's going to be overtime of the Bruins game. And I'm going to be like, and how about in season yeah. you know, whatever? <laughs> it, it really is going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely will happen. <laughs> Absolutely. And Jon Snow and Daenerys had no chemistry at all. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Don Emmerich's going to be like, this kind of reminds me of uh, episode. That, dude, that, that would be the ultimate. <laughs> if, Doc, if Doc mentions Thrones yeah, on the Doc podcast, that would be the best. Okay, that's well, where Krug hit really reminded me of Clegane Bowl. Sandor. <laughs> 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 
Bergeron. I don't even. I don't even think I can name a player on the on the Blues, but it's like Bergeron against someone else, like a fight, and that's the Clay Game Bowl or something. Yeah. All right. Once upon a time in Hollywood, the trailer, a new trailer was dropped, and it also it premiered. the The critic reviews are out. It's apparently solid. It's not like people aren't like blown blown away by it, but it's apparently very very good. I'm sure if we all like Tarantino, I'm sure we're all gonna like it. Damn, so I didn't know that the reviews came out already. Yeah. So I just went on IMDb. Right now it's at a 9.8 with about 5,000 uh, votes or ratings. And it's got an 88 meta score. Mm-hmm. Guys, like my uh, excitement is through the roof here. I think this is going <laughs> to be a fucking awesome movie. Why, kid, what do you think? I, I, I'm stoked as well. Yeah, so I actually, I don't know when the trailer dropped. I watched it earlier today because I knew that we were talking about it. I think it looks good. I mean, Tarantino isn't going to fuck it up. I don't think so. And um, once again, I mean, I I know sometimes movies uh, screw themselves over with too many cooks in the kitchen, but this cast is insane. Like, there's just no way I... This is going to be really good. And also Brad Pitt playing... In my like my favorite type of Brad Pitt character, which is like the idiot that's hilarious, like in Burn After yeah. Reading, or in Snatch or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's also one of those things where like uh, Tarantino always has a, like a eighty person cast in his movies, and he like he never fumbles it. So I'm not really worried about that. I'm not worried. No, it's going to be solid, and it, it it apparently is the most like Pulp Fiction he's done since then when, I, when i'm when i hear reviews uh, like like when i hear like people talking about once upon a time and saying that they they're like well i don't know i gotta i gotta wait and see like the jury's still out on once upon a time it's like shut the fuck up like, <laughs> Tarantino has never failed he's made like one okay movie and seven classics like let's move on well that's and like not. when i am worried about the irishman and then you just say dude fuck you <laughs> good argument good argument yeah but uh brent you made a good point how you said you heard it was the most pulp fiction thing that he's ever done i'm curious if he's gonna really go pulp fiction so obviously this is about like modern day they're trying to get work but they clearly used to be very good uh stuntmen that's like sort of yeah. what the premise of the movie yeah. is so i'm curious if they're gonna go full pulp fiction and like alternating timelines where they're going back and forth between them not getting work yeah. and when they're at the bottom and then back in time where they are awesome and they're on top of Hollywood. And same t- and, and sticking with the Tarantino stuff, I could see him doing kind of a faux history too with uh, like Inglorious Bastards does. Oh, yeah. I, think, I mean, for one, I can't fucking wait to see how Tarantino writes Manson dialogue. Yeah. But besides <laughs> that, I, I think at the end of the movie they're going to like kill Charles Manson in yeah. some like just dope way. Like yeah. what Dwyer was saying. I think they're going to kill off Manson in a way that wasn't historically accurate. Yeah, like some dope like blaze of glory. Like, yeah. Well, like, like in, maybe like Manson does actually take over like the world or something. Yeah. You know, another power ranking too. We should rank our top Tarantino before Once Upon a Time. I was thinking I might rewatch all the Tarantino movies. Dude, I could I could rank my top five right now. Go for, all right, do it, do it right now. Um, so one and two are interchangeable. It's Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Depending on which movie I saw last is one, but either way, those are both one and two. Uh, three is Django, four is Inglorious, and five is Kill Bill. I count Kill Bill one and two as the same movie. As does Tarantino. Uh, I'm not I don't I'm not going to give my top five, but I will say my favorite Tarantino is Inglorious Bastards. It's always been my favorite. That's fair. Yeah. What would you say? I mean, I have a very similar list to uh, Bud, I would say. The only... Um, honestly, no, I think I would go those same movies. I don't know if I would go in the same order. I'd have to think about that. But uh, I, I might throw Inglorious Bastards in there somewhere. I have Inglorious Bastards 4. Yeah. But, yeah, but you had... Uh, I mean, the first two are like his true, true classics, and then you had Django at three, but I can't hate on that because Django was awesome. Yeah. I saw Django opening night, one of maybe my favorite ex- movie theater experience ever. So much fun. And it was so funny. Yeah, Django is awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. So that's one of those movies where it is weirdly on sometimes, like on TV, mm-hmm. but not uncensored like why are you even watching it like it's kind of like when they put movies like platoon on uh so platoon at one point had the record for saying fuck and they tried putting it on tv 
And it's like, well, what are you doing? Like, you can't even put okay. this movie on. Going, it, go, well, going back, I remember The Departed used to always be on, like, TBS. Oh, so, yeah, that movie. So, like, movie. Uh, Goodfellas is, too, but at least they actually, it's toned, like, they have a ton of swears, but at least it's to the point where it doesn't, like, interfere with, like, the entire dialogue. Like, movies like Departed's pretty bad, but Platoon, they actually say fuck in, like, every sentence. It's yeah. like, how are you even going to put this on TV? And Django's the exact same thing. Like, it's just like, oh, that's too violent, cut it. Like, they and, can't say that. And it, I think, doesn't everyone agree that Hateful Eight is kind of a step down from Django? Yeah, well, Hateful Eight... It's good, it's good. It's, it's, just, it's just... Like, I hate when people... Yeah, Hateful Eight's okay. It, it, had some, uh, it had some really cool death scenes, though. Like, like, it had very Tarantino death scenes. Right. Hateful Eight was I mean, fine. It just wasn't people, good as People love to bring up Hateful Eight when they talk about Tarantino, like, as if he, like, lost a step. When it comes down to it, it's like, if anybody else made that movie, we'd be like, damn, that was a fucking good movie. Mm-hmm. But because he made it, we're like, oh, that sucked. It, it didn't so, suck. I'm not saying it sucked. Yeah. No, yeah, it was just, it was just not, like, I, I'm not, I'm probably not going to watch it again, at least in the near future. Uh, should we move on to a couple movies that are in theaters right now? Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Rocketman. Both getting actually fairly solid reviews. Rocketman more so is apparently very, very good. Godzilla is more obviously like a summer blockbuster. Some critics are kind of, I don't know, I guess it's not like the most meaningful movie, but the title is Godzilla, King of the Monsters, so I don't really know like what critics were expecting. Uh, the, the Peter Travers review, he's the Rolling Stone critic, he said that if you only like mindless action, that this, this is the movie for you. Yeah, okay. Well, I love mindless action, so. Yeah. So basically what he said was, if you're a bumbling idiot that really just likes no, it, stand oh, that went boom. Like, I, you know, find, his, I think his like exact quote was, if you like mindless action and not, and not um, touching acting, then this is the movie for you. I'm not going to see Godzilla King of the Monsters for the emotional impact. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You're telling me Godzilla doesn't have a 10-minute soliloquy at <laughs> one point where he, like, Shakespeare okay. pulled in the forehead. Yeah. When I go to watch Godzilla King of the Monsters, I really want to see Millie Bobby Brown break up with her seventh, seventh grade boyfriend <laughs> um, and just, just, you know, see how that affects her life personally. <laughs> I, I'm going to see Godzilla, and I... I don't know why I'm like excited for it because I didn't like the first Godzilla. I don't know if you guys did. Oh, is this a sequel to the uh, the Brian Cranston one? Yes, this is the second one. Oh wow! That I I don't even I, I don't like that. You couldn't put together Godzilla and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Well, I don't like. It could be a whole new. What do you? Yeah. Well, so here was my question. This is like the hundredth Godzilla movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just no like. Like serious question, is this the uh, like most made movie ever? Like G- Godzilla. Oh, that's maybe. a great question. Like, that be. is a great because, question. Like, I, I feel like one. Yeah, like if you were to go back to like all the way to like the when was the first one? Like the forties? Yeah. Like, literally like the thirties or forties. Like they've made a Godzilla like every few years. Well there's so many like yeah. Japanese ones. Yeah. I was gonna say King Kong too, and I don't remember is King Kong King Kong is in this, no? King Kong no, is, or no, well, there's a King Kong versus Godzilla. I know that's a movie, but it? I don't know if he's gonna be. So I didn't even know that uh, there was a new Godzilla until you said it. I knew about the Brian Cranston one, but oh, yeah. well, apparently it's it's fine. I'm gonna yeah. see it. And only if you like mindless action, though. Only Wait, yeah, the same Godzilla from the Matthew Broderick universe. No, it's the okay. Godzilla with, with Brian Cranston. Okay, I've said it before. The trailer for the, the Brian Cranston Godzilla is maybe the best trailer ever made. That trailer is so good. I know, I, just, I, I, know I just mentioned a trailer from like 2012, but if you can remember that trailer, it's fantastic. Uh, Rocket yeah. Man, I don't... I'm, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, man, I got nothing to say. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't have too much to say because I haven't seen the movie yet, but I don't like the title. Godzilla King of the Monsters, it's a weird title. Isn't that a weird yeah, thing? I also didn't like the title for Kong Skull Island. Yeah. I just feel like with that title, you have Godzilla, the word king, and the word monsters all in the title. It's just too much. It's clunky. Like, Godzilla, king of the monsters, sounds like it would have been the title from, like, 1952. 
It just doesn't sound like, right. Yeah, it's just like it sounds corny, is what it is. Okay, Rocket Man. Apparently, wait, wait, I got uh, one more thing on Godzilla. I hope Godzilla has a sex scene. And I hope <laughs> by King of the Monsters, I hope that he gets to like sit on his throne on the Iron Throne and just have his way with the firstborn monster of every family. Like deflowering, like in the office. Come <laughs> yeah. uh, come Lottie or whatever it's called. No. <laughs> Isn't that like when you graduate with like a three point eight GPA? I don't know. Not, never, <laughs> never happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. Rocket Man is apparently fantastic. It's directed by Dexter Fletcher, who's the guy that took over Bohemian Rhapsody after uh, that director got fired. Hell yeah! Apparently, uh, Elton John's my dude. Apparently, Taron Egerton is amazing in it. He's the Oscar front runner. Crazy, we're already talking Oscars twenty twenty, but. Apparently. It's too early for that. It, it, it is too early, but this is the first movie that maybe could like have a little impact there. Also, Taron Edgerton, his name—I mean, his nickname should be Targaryen, like something <laughs> like that. But uh, he's apparently fantastic. I think I'm going to see it tonight. We probably will have a review coming up here in the podcast in a couple, in maybe a week or two. But you're seeing it tonight? Maybe, maybe. Well, I'm not. Did sure. it like? Did it actually just come out? Like it came this out week? This weekend, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see it. You guys gonna see it or no? So I'm not really a movie guy. I, I we've talked about That's this great. before. I uh, it's great on the movie podcast. The last movie I saw in the theater was uh, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little behind. On you haven't been to the movie theater since 2013. Yeah, I, I'm not really a movie guy. It, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know, like the experience. And especially now that, like, every movie is going to be online anyway. So, like, if I wanted to watch it, like, I could find it somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't really care about going to the movies. Dwyer, how about you? You like that. I don't hate that. Uh, I probably haven't. I, the last movie I saw in theaters was Us, which was good. I'm not a big movie. movie. I, just because I know all the websites, I, so I can watch them, uh, like, a, like a, a month later or, like, a week later for free. And I'm a, I'm a, che- a cheap little baby boy. But, um... But yeah, I'm probably not going to watch Rocket Man in theaters. There's, it's a almost like a musical, more or less. Apparently, a lot of it is just stri- like they're telling the story just through original music and though also his songs. I'm going to see it. Um, I I will say though, I miss Movie Pass so much. When Movie Pass was out, I went to the movie theater at least five times a week. It's crazy. And actually, did we start the podcast when it was still around? Uh no. It had just ended, I think. I think it just ended. Yeah. All right, trailer for The Dead Don't Die. The uh, They have some early reviews out for that, too, and it's what you would expect for a zombie comedy like this. Let me ask you guys each this. Start with uh, White Kid, you first. Is the zombie genre, though, for you played out? Like this zombie land, uh, 28 Days Later, even Game of Thrones? Is there no, something- so uh, I'm a... I'm actually like a horror movie guy, and I loved zombie movies when I was growing up. So I'd say a lot of the newer ones, definitely. Uh, if you were to like go on Netflix and like scroll through newer zombie movies, I wouldn't even touch them. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the actual zombie genre, I love I love the zombie genre, and uh, I'm a big George A. Romero guy. Uh, just great, all the dead uh, movies, and. Since you brought up like Zombieland, how this is obviously going to be a humor-filled zombie movie, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like combining, and anytime you combine two genres that shouldn't really mix at all, I mean, like a horror zombie movie and comedy, like that really shouldn't happen. But like Zombieland, Shaun of the Dead, they've nailed it. Mm-hmm. And Bud just told us about this trailer. We just watched it right before we recorded. I thought it looked good, and it's got a great cast, so I'm pumped. Is the zombie genre played out for you, Dwyer? Uh, no, I think the the zombie genre is sort of the exact same thing to me as like the horror genre in the sense that like I I, I love a good horror movie, I love a good zombie movie, but they're like one in fifty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. so I don't think it's ever played out. And this one specifically, I think is going to be good. I love Jim Jarmusch. I love Kylo Ren. I love Bill Murray. Um, uh, I, I love the trailer. I think the the whole thing's funny. I think I, like I, I'm never gonna. If you pitch me a good zombie movie, I'll say yes every time. Jim Jarmusch, he directed Patterson, right? A few yeah. Years. Did I didn't you see like that. that? Oh, you didn't see it. Okay. Was it good? It was all right. It wasn't. Uh, I think they wanted it to be a little bit more. Like I thought 
they wanted it to be more critically acclaimed than it was. I think it was, it was super like indie, super indie, yeah, super indie, and it never really hit sort of that next level as being. Well, like a, yeah, he he's never really gonna. Yeah, this this is probably honestly like the one that's like the most mainstream. Yeah, but this cast is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, one th- uh, topic I wanted to mention was my our, my favorite one of my favorite shows, Mindhunters, coming back in August. So just see Mindhunter season two. Why can't watch that after six feet? So away. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I watched the first two episodes of Mindhunter because oh, you got hyped it up. I didn't really like it. Oh wow! It, maybe yeah. I didn't give it like enough time. Does it like it's, is it like a slow build? But when I watched it, uh, honestly, there was just this feel to it. The acting to me, like not that I'm like a like snob about acting, but especially in the pilot. The acting was just kind of bad. Like, it just, like, seemed, like, weird, like, when they, when he's, like, picking up the girl at the bar. Like, it just had, like, this really, but he, like, it, it almost seemed like a student film. But he's it, a, it was, like, it was bad acting. That character is such a weird guy, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love the idea of the whole, like, serial killer mm-hmm. thing. So maybe I will give it another chance. But I don't know. I stopped after, like, two episodes. What were you going to say, Dwyer? I was going to say, I totally disagree with everything uh, Kid just said. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the first two episodes all that well, but fuck you if you think the acting sucks. Your opinion's stupid as hell. You're a dumb idiot. Also, I I don't know about the second episode, but I mean David Fincher directed the first one. I know. No, right. I think he directed the first two. I, yeah, I think he did. I think he did. Hopefully, he. I'm hoping that he directs some of season two as well. He's got to. I would assume. But yeah, I, no. I mean, he's. Uh, he, I'm sure he'll have his. His hands on the yeah. program. Absolutely. Um, something I, I wanted to bring up before, before uh, I don't know when we're ending, but Aladdin. Yes. Aladdin, you guys got, have you guys uh, heard anything? You guys got any thoughts on? I, on heard it's, I heard it's not that bad. I heard it's not that bad. That's all I, that's all I got. That's all I got for you. Yeah, <laughs> I've also heard it wasn't bad, but... I don't know. There's just something about this, like rehashing old movies from my childhood. Like, why? Why are they going to keep doing this? Are they going to do this for every movie? At, at this point, I think they are. Like, they've they've already done. So they did Beauty and the Beast. Lion King is coming out. Aladdin. I honestly, I think Story they're. Four. I think they're complete. Yeah. Oh, Toy Story Four. That's another one. We should talk about that after. Toy Story Four is going to suck. Yeah. It's yeah. like. I honestly think they're just out of ideas, and they're like, let's just take these movies from the 90s. It's like the Patrick, like, let's just take these and push them out in 2019. That's <laughs> literally what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, just about Will Smith. I mean, Collateral Beauty was the last Will Smith movie I saw, and that sucked. So, so I really don't have any faith uh, on another Will Smith movie being uh, where Will Smith is blue. Are you saying that After Earth is a bad movie? That was funny. That was funny. That was a funny joke. Will Smith blew himself. All right. <laughs> I know you guys got to go to watch the Bruins, right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing for it yet. We can just show. Shane, Shane can... hit me up, but I didn't. Oh, it didn't. I didn't, it didn't. Yet. All right. Anything, uh, final thoughts here. We're all on the Bruins train tonight. I don't know when this will be uploaded, but it's currently Saturday. So the NBA finals are tomorrow. The Warriors are going to win tomorrow because the NBA needs a long series. I don't trust the NBA as like a pure league. It's all rigged. So that thing is going to go six or seven. <laughs> um, I think it will go six or seven. I think the Raptors will win. Why is White Kid muted right now and not in frame? I don't know. Did I think he, he brought his thing upstairs into his room. And so I imagine he muted it so that we wouldn't get all the, the moving he, shit. He couldn't. But, uh, do you think he can hear us? He couldn't wait an extra 15 seconds to say. Let's like, talk about him while he can't hear us. What's he doing? Uh, he's probably making food. He's in his kitchen. All right. Thanks for listening. This is the end. Beautiful friend. This is the end. My own.